Hey, what is going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here for a first look at the week five NFL main site on DraftKings. But before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL slates on DraftKings, covering the NBA preseason. If that's something that interests you, I just uploaded a video breaking down the four-game slate tomorrow. If you're unable to watch these YouTube videos, I also upload an Apple podcast link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. If you're interested in signing up for premium content, I offer that on Patreon.com. NFL package, we cover every single show on slate as well as the main slate. And then again, with that NBA package, you're going to be getting uh, every single preseason slate as well. And I do want to thank today's sponsor, Prize Picks. So if you guys are not familiar with Prize Picks, there's a few different ways you can play for NFL. The first way is you take over under on fancy points. And the second way is you take over under on single stats. So like passing yards, rushing yards, receiving yards, they'll add a lot more here too as well. Um, throughout the week. Um, I like it. It's a nice change of pace because you're not playing it. So you're just playing it the house. I do have NBA preseason too. It's not posted yet. Would expect that to be posted probably early tomorrow. Um, so if you guys want to try it out and sign up, use my code DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word. Link in the description below. You get 100% match up to $100. And finally, I want to thank, give you guys a special shout out. Um, hit 10,000 subscribers today. Uh, so started my YouTube channel three years ago, basically from this day, October 4th, um, three years ago, started my channel and grinding videos, live streams every single day. So if you're, uh, you know, recently just came along and subscribed, or if you're an OG, thank you guys for all of your support throughout the years. Uh, 10,000 subscribers may not seem a lot to some people, but for me, um, it's something I'm uh, pretty proud of. So thank you uh, again, guys. And if you could... Make sure to hit the like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit the notification bell so you can upload videos and go live. Okay, so um, let's hop into uh, the week five breakdown. I guess really quick, we can go over my lineup here from week four's main site. So week four uh, went really well uh, for one of my lineups. I made two lineups again. Um, again, I, I go for kind of the boomer bust nature. I, I'm kind of, I stacked, full stack two games, uh, the Kansas City Philadelphia game was this stack. The other stack was the Arizona Rams game, which didn't go as well for me. But first, I just got to tilt about a couple things here. Jalen Hurts had like three touchdowns called back. One to Zach Ertz, too. If Hurts didn't have those touchdowns called back, he could have gone for 50. And obviously, a touchdown from Zach Ertz, 2% Zach Ertz being called back. It could have been a way bigger night uh, day for myself. Again, this is a fifty dollars tournament. It's still three x, but man, it could have been a lot more if uh, you know all his touchdowns didn't get called back. Najee Harris used him in both lineups. Uh, felt very good about him just because he just doesn't leave the field. Montgomery had two touchdowns. He also got injured. We'll talk about that in the video in a sec. Robert Woods, just like the price point for him. I didn't think Cooper Cup was going to continue to average a 25 fancy points, whatever it was, that you know some regression would come his way and Robert Woods would step, a little, step up a little bit. And he did. Robert Woods had a solid day. Tyreek Hill. So you guys can see, again, I game stacked it. I did a Hertz, Zach Ertz stack. Brought it back with Tyreek Hill, who smashed at low ownership 50 faint sports. And he's been very boomer bust. Unfortunately, Travis Kelsey has been super safe all year. Finally bust when I play him. Goes for six fancy points. So that was a little bit tilting. Uh, but again, Tyreek Hill more than made up for that at only 8%. Westbrook was the chalk cheap option. A couple other guys I talked about. I was talking about a Randall Cobb a decent amount in the live stream. How I liked him at super low ownership. Didn't go there, but he's like 0.8% owned and smashed. So you want there. I know a couple of you guys did. Congrats uh, on that. Falcons D got zero, but again, they were just a cheap defense. And yeah, that was it for 
my lineup here was a really solid uh, main slate. And the one that didn't cash for me, and you can tell I was where I was going, right? Full stacking Arizona and the Rams. So a Kyler Hopkins stack with a Cooper Cup, uh, Robert Woods bring back. Once again, for the second straight, for the second straight week, James Conner times two. But um, yeah, so again, totally. I used Najee Harris in both lineups. Hubbard was a little bit disappointing, but you also had Sam Darnold run two touchdowns in. That's not going to continue to happen. I think Sam Darnold's five touchdowns through four weeks. Not going to continue to happen. I used Westbrook here again. Ingram was fine. And then again, Falcon State. So those were my two lineups. All right, so we're, uh, going over the Vegas odds, really quick, there's definitely some uglier games on the main slate. Not a lot of super high total games. The highest total game right now is the Giants-Cowboys, which is 52. We also have 49ers-Cardinals, that's a 50 over-under. But a lot of the games hovering in the you know mid-high 40s uh, as far as over-unders go. Um, the Broncos-Steelers game, super low, only 40 and a half. That seems, that's gross. Then you have the London game, Jets-Falcons. Can't wait. Um, so excited to wake up early and watch Jets-Falcons. But, um, all right, so let's talk about uh, quarterbacks. Kyler Murray, really like him again. I've just been spending up a quarterback almost every single week. Going to continue to do it. A guy that has a good amount of rushing upside right now in the second highest total of the game. Has got a little bit unlucky with touchdowns last couple weeks, right? Zero touchdowns today, only two um, when they scored 37 points. So um, I like Kyler again. I think he's very safe and think he will go under-owned. Other quarterback options, Jalen Hurts. Could have had 50 fancy points last week and all his touchdowns called back. Um, you know, match against Carolina isn't necessarily the best, but the reason you go to Hurts, obviously, is the rushing upside. He's a guy that can go get you 40 to 80 yards in the ground. He'll just come with that floor. Um, he passed. He had a pretty good game passing last week, 32 of 48, much better than, obviously, the first half of that Dallas game. So, um, yeah, all in all, I think uh, Jalen Hurts is a very, very safe play. Dak Prescott also feels a little bit too cheap. Again, this is the highest total game. Uh, he did get a little bit lucky with the touchdowns. Only had 188 yards, but four touchdowns. Um, but again, high total game, and Dallas is a team that uh, defense is not great. They're going to be involved in a lot of shootouts, and obviously they are a good offense. So I like Dak at that price. Herbert against the Browns, I'll probably pass on. The Browns defense has been pretty solid. And Sam Darnold, I think, is going to be over-owned this week. This is just a situation where people are going to chase, and I'm going to pass. Yes, I know he's had five rushing touchdowns in four weeks. That's not going to continue. Um, again, people are going to chase that. And just like they chased Mike Williams tonight, I was very against. Uh, and you saw how that worked out. So, no, I'm not chasing Sam Darnold at that price. People are going to do it. I think it's a mistake. Um, what else? Ryan Tannehill, 6'4". We'll see if uh, Julio and Adrian Brown are, are able to go. But this is like a really good matchup. Um, so, I think he's at least in play and then Daniel Jones too at 6k if I'm going to go to cheap option probably look to Jones in the high in the high school game right now of the slate he does have some rushing upside too and um yeah Giants most of the time when you're playing from behind in game so uh do like some Daniel Jones as well and then oh one other guy I mentioned so keep an eye on Jimmy Garoppolo he got banged up didn't return last week um so if he's out I think Trey Lance is a viable punt play now, passing the ball, he wasn't great, only 9 of 18, but did go for 7 for 41 on the ground. He's a guy that does have that rushing upside. So, again, this would be a one of the higher total games of the week. If Jimmy G's out, do have a little bit of interest there in Trey Lance. Okay, so let's move on to running back. Derrick Henry, again, we'll see about the status of the two main wide receivers. He's just, I mean, this is just unreal. 35, 28, 33 carries. They are just feeding Derrick Henry. 
Um, this is a game they should be playing from ahead to, even if they're out, even if they're out, even if they are without. Sorry, it's late, guys. Like two two a.m. here. Um, even if they're if they are without their main two wide receivers, uh, Derek Henry is just a guy that you know is going to get a ton of touches either way. Um, so like Derek Henry, get him out there at the top. The issue, I guess, is now he's he's very much priced up, and I still don't really trust that he's gonna be super involved in the passing game. But yeah, hard not to like Derrick Henry and his upside. Now keep an eye on Christian McCaffrey. I think there's a chance he could play. Um, if he does, though, like I don't think he would get the full snaps. So like even if he does play, not a ton of interest there. Got to bring up Alvin Kamara. Zero catches, zero targets. I think that's a little bit of an outlier. Uh, he's getting a lot more carries in the ground as opposed to targets, like he was last year. Um, but yeah, matchup against Washington. You know, Washington defense has not been great this year. Uh, they were pretty good last year. Um, I don't buy that he's going to have zero targets again. So I think Kamara is a fine contrarian, spend up running back. Dalvin Cook didn't get a ton of work, and I was a little bit worried coming off injury that they would uh, take it easy on him. And they did. Him and Madison kind of split the touches. So at the moment, uh, Cook is just a GPP only play for me. Let's see. What else? Kind of more in the upper mid-tier. Guys like Jones, Eckler, Saquon Barkley all seem like pretty solid plays, all very much involved in the passing. I just love Austin Eckler. Um <laughs> uh, played him on the captain in the show on slate tonight. Uh, just going to get probably 10 to 15 touches in the ground. Going to be very involved uh, through the air. Now, the issue here obviously is the matchup right here. It's not a very good matchup here against Cleveland. Saquon Barkley, Giants could be with other top, two of the top receivers again. He's the guy that's playing a majority of the snaps now and is involved in the pass game. Six and seven targets. Again, a high total game. I think Saquon looks pretty good. Don't mind Zeke. Najee Harris, once again, even though it's a super low total game, he's just not going to leave the field. Uh, probably get somewhere around 20 touches total, maybe a little bit more. So Najee feels very, very safe. Let's see what else. Keep an eye on Joe Mixon news. If Joe Mixon plays, I like him in the mid-range just because he rarely lives the field too um, and is involved in the passing game. But if Joe Mixon's out, then there's some possible value there for Cincinnati. Um, you know, Perrine would probably be the lead back with Chris Evans mixing in the third down work. So possibly some value there. Let's see. If CMC's out, I don't hate Chubba Hubbard. Uh, 13 carries, two catches, two targets. I think he would be a fine play. Montgomery and Damian Williams, both uh, questionable here for Chicago. So let's go over to Chicago because uh, they could be pretty thin at running back. Uh, if Montgomery's out, I like Damian Williams. If they're both out, then we have to look to rookie Herbert, who would probably ooh, probably be the uh, top option there. So... Um, yeah, that's obviously one uh, situation to monitor, possibly some value opening up in that one. What else? What else? The Patriots running backs is always a headache, but, like, they're probably going to be playing from the head in this game. So, you know, does Damian Harris become a viable play? I know that he didn't get a ton of touches. Like, New England running backs, like, let me look that up. Like, they just didn't run the ball. Again, I I only uh, watched, like, that last uh, last part of the game, but, like, they, like, never ran the ball. Yeah. <laughs> four carries for Damian Harris for negative four yards. One carry for Mac Jones for negative one yards. One carry for J.J. Taylor. One carry for Brandon Bolden. And one carry for Nelson Aguilar. Super weird from the Patriots. But, um, yeah, that's a game they're probably playing from ahead. So, a little bit of interest in, in him. And then, finally... Um, where is, sorry, where is he? Leonard Fournette. So Giovanni Bernard missed last game. If Giovanni Bernard is out again, I really like Fournette. 
he got the uh, majority of the touches and w- and then turns into their passing down back when Giovanni Brown's not out there. Um, and a game there, Tampa Bay's probably playing from ahead uh, against Miami. He had 20 carries against New England. So I really like Fournette if there's no Giovanni Bernard. All right, let's move on to wide receiver. So wide receiver, Devontae Adams had a little bit of a letdown game last week, but obviously he's a guy that can go break the top off any slate. He's a guy that's going to get double-digit targets almost every single week. So uh, don't mind going to Devontae there as a bounce back. You know, I've been trying to play uh, DeAndre Hopkins low on last couple weeks. It hasn't really worked out. Well, but you know, like a breakout game's coming from him soon, so I don't hate that for tournaments. Debo Samuel had a really big game last week, but feels a little bit too pricey for me. Again, I'll pass on Mike Williams. Um, I do prefer a guy like Keenan Allen, even though it's a bad matchup. I just prefer him. Um, targets, right? 11 targets, even though he didn't have a great game, he just has a much higher floor, I think, than a guy like Mike Williams. Uh, some guys in the mid-range here, like CeeDee Lamb looks pretty solid. Keep an eye on Amari Cooper, too. Uh, he's been a little bit banged up. He's always injured. But, yeah, if he can't go, CeeDee Lamb looks even better. And then, you know, a guy like Cedric Wilson looks better. We'll talk about that. You know, possibly some value there. Um, you have Brandon Cook's revenge game, if that's something you're interested in. Let's see. Scrolling down a little bit more. So, Galladay. Uh, if uh, both Shepard and um, Slayton are out again, he's going to be their top wide receiver. He had over 100 yards, so would like him. Again, just monitor the status, though, of Shepard and Darius Slayton. Let's see. Scrolling down a little bit more. Uh, the two Cincinnati wide receivers, I have some interest in Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins. If T. Higgins is good to go, and it looks like he will be, um, this is a game Cincinnati probably going to be playing from behind in. And Boyd and T. Higgins, both pretty cheap. So like them at their respective price points. Chenault. So let's go to Jacksonville. Um, DJ Chark on the IR, unfortunately. But um, yeah, so Marvin Jones, LaVisca Chenault. The positive here is they're just going to be playing for mine almost every single week. And now number one wide receivers out. So these guys do both get a boost. And then I got to mention Tavon Austin, who played on 41 of 56 offensive snaps. So he was a number three wide receiver. He only had one catch. But I do think he's at least worth a look on this slate for some salary relief. Let's see, scrolling down a little bit more, what else do we have? Again, a guy like Cedric Wilson. Um, He's potential value here if Amari Cooper can't go. Randall Cobb was one guy I talked about a a decent amount there in the live stream. Five catches and six targets with no MVS. He played a lot more and a big game. Now, do I expect 20-plus fans once again from Randall Cobb? Absolutely not. But I do think he has a pretty significant role now that MVS is injured. And then Tony, he was the Giants wide receiver I preferred with uh, Shepard and Slayton out because he was going to play out of the slot. Rookie number one uh, or number first uh, round draft pick, I should say. Uh, six touches and nine targets. If they're both out again, I like Tony for value. Again, a high total game. And then you have these Tennessee wide receivers. So let's go over to Tennessee. If both A.J. Brown and Julio Jones are out, then you have some cheap wide receivers in a really good matchup. Rodgers, Westbrook, Josh Reynolds, like them all. They're all sub 4K. So... There's definitely some solid value, depending on some injuries. Either way, though, there's going to be guys that they'll look pretty good uh, for some salary relief. Uh, let's see. Is there anyone else I wanted to mention? I think that is it. So let's finish up with tight end, guys. Um, Darren Waller at 7-3. Matching in Chicago, not the best. Um, George Kittle, I do like. Keep an eye on the, the injury status with the, with the calf injury, but he did gut it out and played um, a majority of the snaps. Caught four catches at 11 targets. Um, I think he looks like a pretty solid buy there at 5'6". 
Uh, let's see, Hawkinson in uh, a pretty decent matchup here against Minnesota. Again, Detroit's been playing behind almost every single week. So like TJ, even though he's had a couple letdown weeks, uh, I think he can bounce back. What else? Uh, Hunter Henry at 3.7K. So he's been playing more snaps at tight end than Junu Smith. So I think it would have leaned uh, him. We know knowing and likes uh, getting the tight ends involved. Zach Ertz is a pretty good back-to-back weeks. Seven, eight targets. He's only 3.4K. This is, you know, decent total game. So a little bit interested there in Zach Ertz. And then reluctantly, I got to bring up Evan Ingram. Um, six targets last couple of games. You know, if they're missing Shepard and Slayton again, you would think Evan Ingram is going to be more involved. So uh, do have, uh, I do kind of like him at 3.2K. Oh, and then where is Cam Brate? So Rob Gronkowski, doubtful. Cam Brate was um, the guy that, that got the biggest boost. Did only have two catches, but was uh, six targeted six times. So uh, I think Cam Brate is potential value there as well. But yeah, that's it, guys, for the first look. Uh, be on the lookout for the final look video, which will be up probably on Friday, where I will talk you know, more GPP, stacking, all that good stuff. So yeah, that's going to do it, guys. Thanks again for coming to check out the video. Really do appreciate it. And I will see you all in the next one.